when's the last time that you gave some thought to the micro moments that your customers have when they interact with your business? Seemingly unrelated, but very much related, I had an epiphany recently about a shopping cart. It's the little things, they say, the ones often ignored, that can make the biggest differences to your customers. But I never really thought I'd be talking about shopping carts. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms. And we're always looking for women like you who want to join our community so that you can grow your company and get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, I'm going to share a revelation about shopping carts that you likely never realized either. What? And it very well may help you see your business entirely differently from now on. It's the carts. It's the carts that we never see. He hates these cans. Stay away from the cans. Last week, I was driving through the parking lot of a well-known grocery store chain in Chicago, trying to get out among the swarm of Cars and pedestrians all over the place. It was so jam-packed. I mean, who goes to the grocery store on a Saturday? But I was stopped up by a traffic jam. Wondering what the holdup was, I looked to my right, and there he was. A young employee slowly pushing a very, very, very long line of shopping carts towards the front door of the store. You've very likely seen this person before. They're at every grocery store. They're the ones who make sure that every time you walk through that door, a shopping cart is available for you to grab and go. But when the founders of the grocery store chain had the idea to launch said chain, I'm going to go ahead and guess that the last thing on earth that they considered at the time was how they needed to make sure that somebody would get the carts back to the front door. Hmm? But it's really important. If you show up to a grocery store to shop and there's no cart there, you can't do the shopping that you came to do. Particularly if you're elderly or if you're grabbing more than five items and have only two hands. You'd get bothered enough that the inconvenience of having to find a cart or shop without one, it'd be burned into your brainwaves. Which means that the next time you head out to grocery shop, you're going to head to the store's competitor. It's such a minor hire, too. In the grand scheme of things, this one's a pretty tiny task. But it's seemingly the last thing anyone would be interested in thinking about at launch or during the running of their business. It just feels so unimportant. Still stuck in that parking lot jam, I decided to Google how to start a grocery store. And I read the following 10 steps listed on the first link at the top of the Google results. 1. Plan your grocery store. 2. Form your grocery store into a legal entity. 3. Register it. 4. 
Open a bank account and a credit card. Five, set up accounting. Six, get the necessary permits and licenses. Seven, go get insurance. Eight, define your grocery store brand. Nine, create your website. And 10, set up your phone system. So plan your grocery store. Seemed to be where this would fall, right? I clicked on it. And I got four more suggestions, three of which had nothing to do with it. The one that did read, what are the startup and ongoing costs? Here's what I read. Grocery store owners can expect to spend between $70,000 and $100,000 on equipment. A good point of scale system will require another $40K. Initial inventory can be a massive investment, sitting at around 160,000 smackers. Rent and insurance, another 10 grand. When combined with opening advertising, security deposits, working capital, etc., it could easily surpass $500,000. What about ongoing expenses, you wonder? In some states, you can pay your employees between $7.25 and $10 per hour. Yuck. Utilities can be expensive, up to five grand per month, and it depends on the size of your freezer section. They also recommend in this article to save money, purchase goods in bulk. I just want a side note here to say that I love the internet so much. You can literally launch anything in 10 easy steps. I bring all of this to your attention because businesses seem to forget about their customers. What? You can get caught up in the numbers game at the start, fixating on what costs are before you even have customers. You can concentrate on the big purchases and the major moves you have to make while forgetting to take into account lots of minor bits and pieces that can really add up to equal the major ones. You can also scare yourself right out of a business by saving up for a massive freezer section in your new grocery store when really you should be focusing on that foot traffic that'll walk over to that freezer section instead. So why not start by examining what the customers want and need? In this scenario, we need good parking with enough freedom of movement that patrons don't end up writing podcast episodes in their cars during the traffic jams. We also need carts at the ready when we enter the store. We need healthy food, and we need a simple, efficient checkout process. As you've experienced, some stores do this really well. Some stores don't give a crap. And most stores are so focused on the quality of their products that they forget about the people that are paying for those products. When you walk in a customer's shoes, you start to see all of those minor pieces that have the potential to become major issues later on. You can think your product sucks, but after talking to a few of them, you realize that they just couldn't figure out how to pay you. You can assume that your service is just not some people's kind of service when in fact it's perfect for them, but they don't understand it in the way that you do because you're using industry lingo or you're not conveying it in another way clearly enough. Hey, I'll be the first to admit that I've been building businesses for over a decade and I just noticed the carts rolling through the grocery store parking lot for the very first time. It never even occurred to me until it affected me how important that piece of their flowchart would be. Well, that's not really my business, but I frequent that business all the time, as do you. 
you'd think that we'd notice this a little bit sooner. Maybe it's time to shift your perspective a bit. Take a peek at all of the mini moments that your customers experience when they're buying your stuff. Why don't you go do that while I head off to launch my first grocery store, BRB? You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast. You can record a message there, and I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and all of those employees pushing shopping carts at every grocery store around the country for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.